you for tuning in to Convos with Anita podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can reach out to me at ConvosCWS at gmail.com. That's Convos, C-O-N-V-O-S, C-W-S at gmail.com. So I want to start today off with a quote. Our topic is going to start with a quote from a website called therandomvibes.com. And here's the quote. Please don't settle, not in a job you hate, not in a town where you don't feel at home, not with friendships that aren't real, and especially not with love. I read that quote and I almost fell out of my seat because I'm like, yes, hollering, screaming, high five. And I'm like, all of that in that order. Come on, somebody talk to me. The topic of settling. Oh, my gosh, this is a big one with me. It's a personal thing with me. Um, We settle so much in our lives. And I saw this quote and it gets to the essence of settling in our lives. So when we say don't settle, we usually t- we're usually referring to relationships. Well, you know, don't settle for a woman that's not this, that, and the other, or don't settle for a man that's this, that, and the other. But what about when you settle in every area of your life? What about when you settle and that's your stance overall, not just relationships? Why does settling matter? When you settle for less than you deserve, first of all, let's just establish that's not a good thing. When you settle for less than you deserve, it's not a good thing. Okay, that's the first part. But more importantly, when you settle or you accept less than you deserve, it becomes difficult to move into a space where you can be your authentic self. Why? Because you consistently receive less than what you need to be the best version of yourself that you can be. When you settle for less than you deserve, you're not nurturing your natural gifts. How can you be? You're not in a mindset that you are enough, that you have what it takes, um, that you have the quote right stuff. That's just not good for us. When you settle for less than you deserve, You're overall not satisfied with your life. Uh, Everything's a problem. Everything's a challenge. Um, There's no direction. There's no there's no sense of satisfaction. And don't you deserve the best? Don't you deserve more? I would say yes, um, you do. We all do. So let me break this down a little bit. What are areas, what are some of the areas in our lives where we settle? Okay, we know, we know there are several. We settle financially. Now that might not be one that you think about, but we settle financially. We don't have goals. We don't manage our credit. We don't make big money moves. We just kind of go with the flow. And what do I mean by that? So here's an example. Let's say growing up, you didn't have parents that taught you about money. You you don't know how to budget. You've never learned to use the financial system and tools strategically 
to meet goals that you may have, such as a house, a business, or car, or things of that nature. So because you never had those things and you see people around you who did have those things move forward and you didn't, you just settle. You say, well, you know, I've never been good with managing money. I've never been good with finances. I let my lady or I let my guy do that for me because I'm not good at it. You settle. You settle. Relationships. Okay, so what does it look like when you settle in a relationship? Um, you, You don't have your needs met the communication is not good you're not in sync you're not working together Um, and mostly because something has happened to you or you've had some experiences where you don't think you'll ever have better you don't deserve better Um, there's no real happiness out 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 there or you rationalize the situation you're in what would I mean so let's say you have a string of bad relationships Um, And each one of those individuals did something really terrible, bad decisions. And you go, you know what? That's just what's out here. Like everybody's going to cheat. Everybody's going to smoke. Everybody's going to drink or whatever the case may be. Whatever the thing is that happened in a relationship. Um, And I'm not being negative against people who smoke and drink. I'm just saying. But if you've had a string of bad relationships and now you feel like this is all that is out there, there's no good men, there are no good women, there, there's no way I can have the kind of stable, nurturing, edifying relationship that I'm looking for. That's what it looks like when we settle in relationships. What does it look like when we settle emotionally? First of all, we don't even understand what our emotional IQ is. What is emotional IQ? It basically speaks to how you process and dot, how you process and deal with emotion and how your emotions impact those around you. So there are books on emotional IQ, but fundamentally, do you understand how your emotions impact the people around you? So if you have had, um, let's say you had a series of unlucky events happen to you in your life. Um, and you, you're just irritated and you're angry because all these things happen to you. Settling emotional, emotionally means you walk into your workplace being mad and irritated without any context of how your behavior and your emotions and your attitude is impacting the people around you. Now, am I saying you're responsible for how the people around you feel? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you have to have a self-awareness that if I'm in an angry, irritable mood because I've had a lot of things happen to me, then um, settling emotionally means I can't articulate that to the people around me. I can't let people know what's going on with me. And furthermore, I don't care because I have no awareness of how my emotions impact other people around me. And another area that we settle in is spiritually. Um, and what I mean by this is, um, are you, it, it can look like not being in an environment that you need, not having the kind of support or activities or interactions that you need in a spiritual environment. Um, maybe you're not at a place where they have the type 
type of teaching or the type of social connections that you know you need to go deeper into your faith. So, um, you know, here's an example. I know for myself, and I didn't learn this till maybe about five years ago. If I'm listening to something or I want to learn something spiritually, that person has to be a really good teacher. They have to be clear. They have to um, be clear in what they're teaching and have to be able to follow them. That is something that I know that I need. What settling looks like is if I sit in a place that I know that I, I'm not able to follow that instructor and for me, that teaching is not clear, but yet I sit there and I struggle and I know that I need something else. It's not always about um, the doctrine or, um, you know, the, the tenets of whatever your faith system is. I'm not debating that, but what I'm saying is that having the insight and the introspection into yourself where you can say, you know, for me to get something out of this experience spiritually, I need A, B, C, and D. And when you settle, you know you're not getting those things, but you're also not trying to do anything about it. So those are areas of our lives where we might settle. Now, this is, again, like when I give a list, it's never an exhaustive list. But these are some big areas that people tend to settle in. And when you have a mindset of settling, you typically settle in all aspects, all major aspects of your life. So it's really a pattern, um, not just restricted to relationships. So if you find yourself settling in relationships, I ask you to take a minute and step back and say, am I settling in other areas of my life as well? So let me give you some other examples of what settling looks like. Shrinking into spaces or places that no longer serve you. So what that can look like is you've gotten to a certain point in your life. And instead of going backward, uh, instead of going forward, you try to go back to a space that you've grown out of or that no longer serves you. That means you're not pushing forward. Um, you're, you're, you're shrinking backwards or you're going back to place or you're trying to fit in places and spaces that you no longer fit in. So, for example, that could look like um, maybe at one point in your life you were um, you were you just had a like a I don't care attitude. So you just kind of did things off the cuff and, you know, you dealt with the consequences later. But as you went on in life, you got a little bit better at it. And now you're at a point where you're shrinking back into that pattern of not really caring. Um, that could look like settling. I'm not saying it always is settling, but these are these are times that it could be. And we have to take that look in the mirror and we have to have that hard conversation with ourselves. We have to say, am I really settling here? A settling can look like a lack of life goals. If you don't have a map or you don't have directions, how do you get there? And a lot of people don't set goals for their lives. A lot of people don't have a roadmap to where they want to be in, in five to 10 years. I used to hate that question in interviews. You know, where do you want to be in five to 10 years? Oh, would be my answer as a young person. But now being a little bit older, I understand that I can't get somewhere if I don't have a map or a, a, a direction 
on how to get there. So if you're not setting goals for your life in all areas of your life, that could look like settling, zoning out, not be, which means like not being able to stay present in activities or conversations. I call it just going through the motions. If you find yourself zoning out a lot, you may be settling. You may be having conversations with a person that, you know, I'm not really present here. I'm not really interested in what you're saying. I just got to go through the motions because you keep talking to me. Um, again, that can look like settling. Um, these next couple uh, points are going to kind of be related. Lack of motivation. Basically feeling meh. You know, I'm not really taking any concrete steps. Maybe I have some goals, but I'm not not doing anything to reach them. Um, maybe um, maybe I've been discouraged. Maybe I've run into obstacles and I just ran out of steam. But a lack of motivation can look like settling. Big vision, no execution. Uh, you can't execute if there's no follow through. And that would include procrastination, which is the inability to move forward to complete something. And low confidence, not believing that you have the knowledge, skills, or abilities to get it done. So all of these things, the lack of motivation, big vision, no execution, having more excuses than results, not having the confidence and procrastination, all of those things together can look like settling. And again, we have to have those hard conversations and look in the mirror and ask ourselves, Am I settling? Am I settling in my in the financial area of my life? Is this why I'm not getting anywhere? Because I'm settling instead of creating a roadmap, setting goals, getting motivated, learning what I need to learn and start trying to get those things accomplished. Am I settling? Am I settling for relationships because I've had a bunch of bad relationships and I've really just basically giving up on thinking that I can have what I need instead of identifying what I need out of a relationship and making sure that's my measuring stick going forward. It's really up to us as individuals to address if and when we're settling for things in our life. So I have a question for you. What would it look like if every single day you lived your life as your most authentic self, which means that you don't settle, that you catch it when you do settle and you challenge yourself and move yourself out of that space where you are settling to a space where you are now doing. So here are some ways that I think that you may be able to stop settling if you're settling financially work with a financial planner set some goals address your challenges work on your credit start a savings plan you can start with one thing and build yourself up until you have what I would call financial literacy to really get deep into your goals but stop settling means start doing what is it that you want to accomplish financially? Maybe you want to buy a home. Maybe you want to buy a car. Maybe you want to move to another country. Whatever that is, it takes a plan. 
And if you work with someone who has expertise in this area, you don't have to have you don't have to become an expert in how the financial industry works and what financial products are. But what you do have to have is someone who you have confidence and trust in that is knowledgeable, that can guide you to your goals. So you can't you can stop settling financially. You can do that. But it just takes an understanding that you are settling and then a plan to achieve the goals that you eventually will set for yourself. Stop settling in relationships. Man, this could be a whole a whole podcast by itself. Stop settling in relationships. The first thing is to heal whatever you've been through, whatever you've experienced. Healing is required before you can go forward. That might be therapy. That might be um, getting a hobby. That 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 can look like a lot of different things. But the bottom line is that when we don't heal, we carry those things with us. So if you want to stop settling in relationships, the first thing you need to do is heal and become whole then decide what is it that you need out of a relationship what are your top three things that that are must-haves for you that you must have when you're in a relationship with someone for example that might look like this you might need communication consistency and financial stability If those are your top three things, then those are your top three things and that becomes your measuring stick. So now you're not rolling the dice and hoping you meet someone that has that criteria. You're using that measuring stick of the things that you know that you need in a relationship to evaluate each and every person that comes into your life. Now you can set goals and you can move forward with um, how many people you want to date, when you want to date, because now you have a criteria established, which means what? If the person's not financially stable and that's one of your three needs, then you're not in a relationship with them. Now your whole dynamic has changed because you're not wasting time in relationships with people who don't meet your criteria. But if you don't know what you need from a person, how do you, I mean, if you don't know what you need in a relationship, if you don't understand what your high needs are, how do you articulate that to another person? So it really takes some digging into yourself and understanding yourself so that you can figure out what it is you need. Um, You have your criteria. And now as you move forward, that's your criteria and you're not wasting time. How do you stop settling emotionally? Learn to communicate in a way that's productive and strives to build understanding. When you are in an environment, being able to scan the room, scan the area and understand how your emotions impact the people around them. Now, as parents, um, this is something that we always do and a lot of parents may tell you that you know when I'm sad and I'm around my kids I don't want them I don't want I don't want to show any sadness because I don't want to bring them down or I don't want to bring uh, negative energy um, into a situation 
I'm not saying you have to go to that extreme, but what I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm not advocating that you hide your emotions. What I'm saying is that strive to communicate in a way that's productive and fosters understanding so that there is an awareness and an understanding by the people around you of what you're experiencing emotionally. So you're not coming in like, um, like a hurricane flash so slapping people with your emotions all over the place but you can communicate what you're feeling or experiencing in a productive way to say hey you know I'm not really in a good space today and I just need you to know that because if I click off you know at least you know why um being able to understand that even though you may be experiencing something experiencing something emotionally that you're aware enough that you can articulate and talk about it and proactive enough that you don't slap people over the head with what you're experiencing emotionally and how do you stop settling spiritually okay this one is really really simple it's just like the relationship piece you have to identify what it is you need spiritually, uh, what environment you need, what kind of teaching works for you, what kind of house of faith works for you. And then you invest in seeking until you find the place that provides you with what you need. But again, you can't find what you need if you've never sat down and really had that conversation with yourself about what your spiritual needs are. And again, this is not, not getting into, um, um, you know, who's doing what, but but what is it that you need? Do you need a house of worship that's quiet? Do you need a place of faith that's vibrant and lots of things are happening? Do you need a place that has opportunities to connect and build relationships do you need a place that is uh, family friendly and provides support? Those are the kind of things that you have to ask yourself so that once you establish that criteria, you can invest in seeking until you find a place that provides whatever it is that you need. So bottom line, starting today, we're not settling anymore. We're going to work on not settling. We're going to work on calling it out. We're going to be proactive in dealing with it. So I'm going to leave you with this quote from Tony Gaskins. It says, know who you are, know what you want, know what you deserve, and don't settle for less. Thanks so much for tuning in to Convos with Anita podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can reach out to me at Convos. C-O-N-V-O-S-C-W-S at gmail.com.